guys, welcome to another episode of The Real Human. This is Irina, your host at Heal and Learn and the Grow and Learn podcast. And today I'm going to continue the series that we started last week. And hopefully I'll get to speak every week about an aspect of, um, of human skills and abilities and of human nature that is going to bring us hopefully closer to what we really are. I often talk about some aspects of the human skills and abilities in my courses uh, based on the silver method, the intuition reset 21 course and the, the heal and learn method and the one that is upcoming with Krasia Tasio, uh, healing and diagnosing with astrology and the heal and learn method. So do check these out. I'll put the links below. And today I got inspired to talk about biology and how, uh, how truthfully biology describes us as humans. And I got inspired to talk about biology because every time I open my own videos on the, on the Heal and Learn channel, I get an ad about a, a book called The Human Condition by Australian biologist Jeremy Griffith. And um, I got curious because they relate the content of uh, this author to the Heal and Learn channel. So I thought, okay, let, let's check him out. And... Uh, the theory is worth looking at. For me, it's it's quite funny, but I would not. Um, I would rather draw my conclusions at the end. Right now, I'd just like to tell you what this whole human condition is about. And um, first of all, to begin with, I mean, when we call something a condition, it means that something is wrong with you or terribly wrong with you. And I don't think there's per se anything wrong with humans. I'll explain later why. But I remember when I was pregnant and I laughed a lot when another pregnant lady said, I don't have a condition. I'm just pregnant. You know, it's not a disease. Anyhow, so solving the human condition. So according to this um, biologist, um, the human condition is leads to psychological upset. And uh, this leads to human behavior, such as people being egocentric, arrogant, inspired, depressed, deluded, pessimistic, optimistic, artificial, hateful, cynical, mean, sadistic, immoral, brilliant, guilt-ridden, evil, psychotic, neurotic, and alienated. And he said that all of this is hiding in the conscious mind of humans. And he gives some definitions from uh, the Thesaurus and uh, whatever, the official um, Thesaurus. So it's a different question what really consciousness is, but let's talk about it in a bit. I'll first tell you his story. So he says, um, we are having, we've been, we've been blamed as humans as being, uh, you know, all of these negative qualities and of ruining the planet and of um, being cruel to each other, being egocentric and so on as if we're inborn, as if uh, these qualities were our genetic inheritance from us trying to survive. So basically the um, uh, evolutionary theory of Darwin that you know the, the best in the species survive. Um, and yet there is a, a certain clash and even Darwin um, admits it that People have co cooperative, selfless, and loving moral instincts, which doesn't fit very well to the theory of Darwin. 
and the uh, moreover the animal that according to him is closest in genes to humans is this one the bonobo ape up here they claim that it has close to 99 percent uh, identical genes as the humans which still doesn't mean a lot you know a, a few percentage can percentages can be huge and even our genes are not everything that we are so according to um, to be able to explain what jeremy griffith states i'll have to tell you the the example that he gives as well to be visual enough so he says imagine um a flock of storks migrating from africa to europe just like they do every year and they all fly together following their instincts at some point the stork adam decides to um or gets consciousness becomes conscious and sees an island and he decides to stop there for a rest because uh According to Jeremy Griffith, I'm, I'm sorry, I'll have to quote this because it's, uh, I am not a biologist, so I don't use this terminology regularly. But um, he says that there's a difference between gene-based and nerve-based learning systems. Uh, and the genes orientate, but nerves need to understand. So what he means is that uh, the genes are responsible for the instincts and the nerves are responsible for understanding, which he calls consciousness, which I don't think is consciousness at all. Understanding doesn't equal consciousness. Or do you think so? So anyhow, let me finish the story, then we'll go back to that. Um, so Adam realizes at some point that he has desires. He wants to stay at uh, this island, but his instincts say you have to follow the flock of the other uh, storks and you cannot deviate uh, and there's a clash between his instincts and his understanding which is his conscious mind and this clash according to biologist jeremy griffith is responsible for the human condition and he says the moment you understand that the human condition is solved so consider yourself having solved the human condition right now there's not going to be any egocentric people anymore uh, any um, people that feel alienated no arrogance no psychotic behaviors how does this sound to you realistic gosh so sometimes i'm even surprised by the bullshit that keeps being put up so i have a few quite significant issues with this uh, approach to human behavior, human psychology, and what makes us human. It's not our understanding or wanting to understand. There's much more than that because consciousness, let's start with the consciousness. First of all, let's take another science. Although for me, sciences are just uh, partial or they're like boxed views. One, so, um, only one perspective to the holistic view of us humans you can't see a human through one specific science but even if we take uh, physics physicists now admit that the universe is way too intelligent for it um, to have existed uh, without a conscious mind without an intelligent mind without god so even they say god exists right so there we have the clash of one um 
proven science, biology, and another one that is universally accepted, uh, physics. And uh, this reminds me a lot about an instance that I had when I was uh, a few years ago. Um, I had two of my, well, one ex-boyfriend and a boyfriend meet at that time. One of them was a physicist and the other one a philosopher. So <laughs> at the end, they ended up fighting. What is more important? What is the science that explains it all? What is the science that is first? And I'm sure that you've had teachers at school that uh, also claim that their subject is the most important one. But in the end, all of it is just a partial view. It's just one look at a, I don't know, at, a, at, at something, at a flower. When you look at it from a different perspective, it looks different. So, okay, this whole thing doesn't explain the consciousness that God is. It doesn't explain premonitions, it doesn't explain dreams, because premonitions uh, that you have or intuition is not the same as instinct. Instinct is something that, that helps you survive, but some, sometimes you have uh, intuition that you shouldn't travel or these are premonitions or intuition that somebody would call you or that you should apply for a certain job and not for another. These are not instincts. And this is not understanding. So this can't be explained by the conscious consciousness either. So there are a few things that cannot be explained by this simple biology, psychology, written theory. All right, so we have God that is not explained by that. We have the feeling of love that is not explained by that. I mean, if, you, if, if love is explained simply by continuation of, um, of the species, how are then um, how is then long distance love explained when it's not, you know, it's not immediately available, you're not continuing the species immediately, and yet there's long distance love. Also the case of twin flames. I've had a few people already, three cases when people have been telling me about twin flames, and it's not the most logical and the most practical thing to do. And yet people are sticking for that. And uh, people uh, and even how do you explain visions about past lives? Because people have been telling me that they're, they have been regressed or have seen visions of past lives with these people, with these twin flames. So is this psychol um, biology? How does biology explain all of these phenomena? Uh, all right. So the other thing is um, intention and human will. If we assume that what Jeremy Griffith here says about the stork Adam uh, having suddenly consciousness and we equate it to human will, uh, then there's somehow a disparity as well because human will will override the instincts. So the Adam stork will not have clashes and, and hence develop all these negative traits, the psychosis that... Uh, that Jeremy Griffith says, on, on the contrary, actually, not having on, and not realizing human will develops um, traits of psychosis and of what he calls psychologically upset mind. All right. Um, the human will, I, I wanted to tell you, I'm looking at my notes here, what I wanted to tell you also. Uh, the human will... I'm sure that you've heard about 
women that uh, lift up cars and trucks when their child is endangered, um, stuck under the truck and stories like that. And also, I, I may have told you before, but if I haven't, I'm going to repeat it again. There's this guy, Wim Hof, the Iceman, um, that didn't made an experiment with um, a few of his students. They were injected some virus and they actually managed to expel this virus within 24 hours with the breathing technique that Wim Hof uses. So this is an example of, uh, of human will, you know, even if you're faced with an adverse situation of whatever sort, human will overcomes it. Understanding simply won't overcome it, right? So I've got nothing more to say on solving the human condition, apart from the fact that for me, this is, uh, I don't even know why they put this, this content out there, you know, just to say suddenly you're not, uh, bad anymore suddenly you were like the the monkey uh what was it called the monkeys that i showed you the bonobo monkeys because they're very loving so instinctively we're very loving but suddenly consciousness came and we became uh psychologically disturbed so we need to understand that now and we'll solve, solve everything i mean what a lot of crap and uh, most of all i think the if we dig deeper the the case here is not, I mean, why is this content being put up is the question that all of us should ask. Just to prevent people from taking any action to, to be more um, accepting of certain situations, but also uh, it tells you you're good. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't need to change. You don't need to take action, right? You only need to understand. You don't need to take action. There's no human will there involved in the whole situation that we're in. Um, and it also eliminates the responsibilities of certain structures that are being placed on top of us and are dictating to a large extent um, our, our negative responses. All of this that was described here, all of these negative uh psychological conditions uh, guilt-ridden brilliant sadistic mean i mean most of the psychological issues people have are anyhow triggered externally and if they're triggered triggered internally there's a result of a past life or something like that but usually they reside in childhood and are triggered by a very strong external pressure so innately yes we're good but all of these conditions that we have has not, have nothing to do with our consciousness. Yeah, they have to do with external events and very often external structures. So if you are, um, if you are, uh, let me see, competitive, neurotic, uh, alienated, to a large extent, this is also driven by the the structures that dictate a certain human organization so you know you can take responsibility in terms of your free will but not responsibility for all the negative uh traits and uh, the psychosis that you're fighting with your you know because this is your response to what is being imposed on you that is not naturally human Thank you very much. I hope I was somewhat clear. 
And in any case, you can watch the video. The, the, the guy's name is biologist Jeremy Griffith. It's an interesting point of view for someone who likes to dig into biology and such stuff. For me, it was just um, an exploration of what do they really want to say? All right, thanks so much. If you haven't subscribed yet, do subscribe, check out the courses uh, on Heal and Learn. Next week, next weekend, uh, we have the course with Krasia Tasio. Again, healing with healing and diagnosing with astrology and the heal and learn method. It's going to be really interesting. So do join us. Thank you very much for your attention.